podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting this? So that's that's good news. Welcome to the movie, movie podcast, everybody. Uh, episode. <laughs> I don't know what episode this is. Uh, but let's get into this because this is our fourth time now. Uh, yeah, fourth. Uh, fourth time yep. going through this podcast. Uh, I'm your host Tiggs, and with me as always, Russ. Hi, Peter. Peter. Alex. Alex. And this week we're going to be talking about Red Dawn and Life of Red Pi. Dawn. And are we starting with Red Dawn again, or there was talks of starting with Life of Pi? But whichever rust down you want to do, I'm fine with it. Let's just get. Let's just do this Red Dawn. Okay. So. I'm going to say this is the rust down now. And then, <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, cool. Red Dawn directed by Dan Bradley, who has never directed anything else. I looked into it. Uh, a group of teenagers look to save their town from the invasion of North Korean soldiers. Wow, that is a short rust down. Um, I- deja vu. <laughs> yeah, it's probably... Basically, what we were kind of talking about before and was getting cut out, we can just summarize real quick. Um, movie's been in in, uh, in the can for about three years. Yeah. Since 2012. It's 2009. <laughs> it's just 2012. Since 2012. Yeah. Um, been a lot of problems with, uh, well, first off, the studio was losing a lot of money. Yep. Yep. Um, they wanted to change the bad guys from the Chinese to the Koreans. Yep. Uh, mostly because of it would make more money if it wasn't Chinese bad guys. Because they want it, because uh, there's a huge market for this in China. This is like the big action movies of of that the U.S. put out. Like that's just that's yeah. a huge market. Correct. And um, but but frankly, they got real lucky because Chris Hemsworth turned out to be Thor. Yep. And Josh yeah. Hutcherson turned out to be Peter Malark. And um, <clears throat> uh, Josh pa- pa- Peck is a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, do any of you guys have any, like, uh, affinity for the first Red Dawn? This being a remake of the Patrick um, classic? Nope. Not necessarily an affinity, but it was, like, a cool movie. Yeah. Oh, but, like, I mean, as younger, like, watching people sort of your age shoot guns is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, toy soldiers. What is going on? Yeah, we've got to forget, like, this was, this was back in the 80s in which, in which we thought young people with weapons was still, like, a fun idea. Right. And also at the height of the Cold War, like, <laughs> but yeah, right. this movie had a bit more relevance during the '80s because people were actually afraid of this thing happening. Yeah, but now it was just, yeah. now it's just a dumb action movie. Yeah, and I kind of enjoyed that about it. <laughs> See, I don't get that. <laughs> I think this movie, <clears throat> mind you, they're like. Josh Hutcherson, like, I don't hate him. He's all right. Adrian Palicki, I like. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. There's a lot of people in the movie I like. However, my, like, if you heard last week's podcast, my feelings about Philadelphia, I I have those exact same feelings for Josh Peck. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That motherfucker is the worst. Yeah, I mean. I was going to say the Pacific Northwest. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Me too. But. I love what is that? I can't ignore that anymore. Yeah, yeah, we gotta call that out. I blame Russ. <laughs> what? 
Well, what is that static? Someone has to... I can hardly hear Russ. Is that happening with anyone else? I can't hear any static, if that helps. <laughs> then there's oh, that means Russ. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? <laughs> is it... That Don't... Yeah, that's... That, that. that was crazy. Ow, that hurt. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> You guys go on without me. Um, <laughs> um well, I thought that um, Red Dawn... it, so spoiler for the movie, at one point they um one of their friends gets a chip implanted in them and they, mm-hmm. and then they just have to walk away from them. <laughs> and I think that's just what happened here. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, yeah, you're right. I, I think that might have been just... Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah. Rush just got Connor cruised. <laughs> but, I mean, that was kind of... I mean, th- you don't see... You don't normally see teenagers just getting, like, wasted in movies yeah. that often. Or or just, just, like, killing other people all that often. Unless it's, like, you know, Elephant or something like that. And it's, like, a very negative connotation. It doesn't happen very often that... You can't usually make like a fuck yeah teens killing people movie. Yeah, but they hey guys. There he is. Hey, that right. sounds yeah, way better. They definitely did that. I didn't get Connor Cruz. I'm back. Boom. <laughs> uh, the reverse of Connor Cruz. And I got opinions. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, share some of those opinions with us. The movie is stupid as stupid. It no, is stupid as stupid. Uh, no, it it is dumb. Uh, I. It falls into kind of that category of dumb, though, where it's entirely watchable. Oh, yeah. Um, I compare it with, I guess, another remake of this year, uh, Total Recall. Total Recall was stupid, and I'll never watch it again. This Red Dawn, I could see myself watching this movie again, if not to just call out just, like, ridiculous shit that happens in it, make fun of it with somebody. So this movie does have value. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And, and I think that it's, like, really funny when this movie tries to be self-aware. Uh, it actually tried to, like, be like, oh, man, you know, who are the real, you know, we're we're going to be the terrorists to them or something like that. Like, when it tries to do that is when it stumbles really hard. Yeah. Because uh, it's kind of hard for them to really take themselves that seriously. Um when they also try to make it so awesome. Yeah. I, I uh, wish that they had just gone, like, just wacky, almost. Yeah, that would have been much more, I guess, enjoyable. Um, I think it's also, like, pretty funny that these, I don't know, 15, 16-year-old kids are trained, are given, like, perfect military training in like a in day. 30 seconds of a montage or one whole yes. day. Yeah, well, that was an extremely short montage. It was, yep. but I think that, like, I think they said that it had been actually months that they had been doing this stuff, so they had been out there for a longer time than one day. Like, they call that out. Oh, they do? Uh... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't want to watch, I mean, so, I mean, if you complain about the movie as it is now, then would you want the movie to be 15 minutes of <laughs> them fucking training? No, they cut that out for <laughs> Two you. Two hours of, 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 just, of training. I, let me just bitch, okay? Just... <laughs> Um, I also think that like the the bad guy in it, what's his name again? 
general. I don't. I don't know. Don't say anything. It'll come off racist. Um, <laughs> I was about to say. I myself. It was like I'm gonna make a guess. Granted, it was a really stereotypical Asian. person. What was your guess going to be? No, don't say it. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, bing Bing. Oh, oh nope, God! Not the worst one it could be. Uh, as you say, like they they try making. Uh, them menacing and everything like that and it seems like it just feels like the u.s gives up real fast <laughs> on the northwest section of the of the country uh, yeah that's true <laughs> granted i guess they get emp'd is like the, yeah. the justification that they give right yeah but the, but the uh, weird thing is that that justification comes so long into the movie yeah we've spent so much time being like so where is our entire military? And wasn't that just like the pinch in Ocean's Eleven? What? There was a, remember in like Ocean's Eleven when they just like oh, they talk yeah. about the EMP that's a nuclear bomb without the bomb? Yeah. It was just like that, a big that, one of those. We got static again. <laughs> yeah. And they so like lightly mention it like, oh, the North Koreans were just in charge of this part of the country. Like we were taken over by a few other countries. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not really told in the most understandable way. That's true. So you're just kind of thrown into this like pretty shitty action story. But I would say the movie's greatest strength is as soon as you start getting extremely bored by it, they start killing everyone. Yeah. I was just. Uh, I, I mean, mean I, I wasn't actually getting bored by it at all. I was. I was very much into it, uh, and my favorite part about the movie is that it ended when I thought there was still a half hour left, and I was just like, how can they keep yeah. going on? And then I was just like, oh, they ended perfectly. Great. <laughs> yeah, they the ending is very abrupt. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'd also have to say uh, the, 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 the North Korean government, like, their military strategy uh, in terms of taking out insurgents seems to be lacking. They really don't follow through with a lot of things. You feel like they could just, like, take them out. <laughs> well, that's what I love. There's a scene in which, um, so we've had this bad guy the entire time, but you got to realize that he's just a part of the military. So, he, it, like, a superior officer comes in, and he's like, you take care of it, or I'm going to have to come in here and take care of it. Why did that other guy, if he was so confident he could take care of it, just take care of it? Yeah. <laughs> Like this isn't exactly a teachable moment. You're taking over a country. No, I think right. I think it was a teachable moment. I think that's what it was. They were just he was like a mentee. <laughs> uh, but Josh Peck is the worst part of this movie. Oh yeah, and his character is the main well, virtually char- irredeemable and just uh, just grating. Like like you know the way Luke Skywalker is kind of annoying in the beginning. Of Star Wars, uh, the first one. No. Like, imagine <laughs> just kind of whining and annoying. Like, he wants to go to Tashi Station and pick up some power converters. Wouldn't you? Yeah, that's true. I want to convert <laughs> some power. Well, Josh Peck is just, oh, he's just so annoying and whiny the whole time. And it's like, I guess it's underscored by the fact that your brother is awesome and Chris the best. The God of Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to your goddamn brother. Which and yeah, and and Chris Hemsworth does a really good job, you know, commanding this scene as you had said before. 
Well, that was good. So you guys want to rate it? Yeah, sure. I did. All right. Uh, Pete, what do you think? Ooh, okay. I'm a... Uh... Ooh, I, I haven't even thought of, like, something to give it. Oh, I'm going to give it um uh, just two Motards. Oh. Oh, I like that. Like, at, one point, at one point, like, Jeffrey Dean Morgan comes in when I re- when for some reason at the beginning it was like I was like oh yeah Jeffrey Dean Morgan was in the previews and then an hour and a half later I was like oh wait Jeffrey Dean Morgan's in this because that's how unimportant his character is yeah, yeah. In the grand scheme of things he, he literally comes in an hour and fifteen minutes to explain why the country was taken over when you stopped caring about the reason so they almost call themselves out for a lack of a plot to be like oh oh yeah here by the way here's this and it's annoying that it happens then um but yeah i i can't i mean i mean i could see myself watching it again like as russ said to make fun of it sort of a thing i if there, there's definitely going to be a riff track of it and i can't wait for that um but yeah it, it's 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 don't don't put any effort into going to see this movie okay uh alex what do you think uh i'm gonna give this uh two and a half unlikely quarterbacks nice <laughs> Because why the hell is Josh Peck your quarterback? Yeah, that's true. Uh, no wonder the Wolverines were losing. Um, so, yeah, this movie is, like, totally fine uh, to watch with a group of people and laugh at. And I think that when this is very quickly on streaming or, like, HBO On Demand, uh, I think it's totally, like, watchable um, if you've got some time to kill. But it's really not that great. And it doesn't, like, have, like, the impact that, you know, the original Red Dawn did. Like, the the atmosphere of the world is just not the same. So this just fe- felt completely unnecessary. Uh, and other than that, I mean, yeah, Chris Hemsworth is fine. There's there's some action. Some, some, some kids die. So uh, there's that. <laughs> All right. Uh, Russ, what do you think? I'm going to give the movie two, two and a half, look at Josh Peck's page on IMDb, and vomits. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Because I literally just clicked on his, his his main page on IMDb, and it's like you look like a mutant child. There's no way on earth you'd ever be related to Chris Hemsworth. I'm sorry. No homo. But anyway, uh, the movie, sh- it's, it's, if he wasn't in it, if his character was excised from the movie completely, this would be like a three for me because it's, you know, kind of fun. But his character is so obnoxious. And the <laughs> fact that he is the focal person of the movie, the person we're supposed to get behind... I'm sorry. I'm an adult. There's no world I'd I'd live in where I'd be where I'd be okay with. Hey, you know what? We're a group of of survivors trying to make it. Why don't you go and endanger everybody to save your stupid fucking girlfriend? Oh, and for get like people a fifth killed. Time. No, 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 no. So that like his character was just so goddamn obnoxious. I can only give it two and a half. I'll never watch this again unless it's with a group of people who are really excited. I'm sure a lot of this was lost on me from seeing it by myself, but it's perfectly blah. Alright, thanks. Alright, uh, I am going to give this three reckless disregards for the No Man Left Behind policy, because this movie I found to be just a lot of fun, and it was really stupid. Like, don't get me wrong, it was dumb as shit. 
But this is, but it was fine because you could just kind of turn off your brain for an hour and a half. And this is a movie that you will actually, I don't know, you could just enjoy, you know, like as a background noise almost. Like it would, it works fine yeah. as that. Like you can put that on and like play a video game at the same time very easily and still kind of enjoy the movie and laugh at the stupidness of the movie. And just kind of, and then the movie takes a turn right at the end that I didn't see coming. And when it took it, I was just like, okay. You know what? This movie earns my respect for actually doing this. That uh, was kind of cool, but still, like that. I think that was that. Yeah, it was. It was really big, and I liked it. Uh, I think that it's it's just fun. It's fun, and just it's like a teen fantasy type of thing. Yeah, like I mean, that's all it is. And it, some of us wrong. It's not. It's not. It's it. It's not aggressively stupid like other action movies have been in the last. Uh, yeah. There's times, no, but I mean, like you, you can't even watch it because it's insulting you. Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no, yeah, no, it's definitely not. Definitely I think it's almost there. more insulting when it tries to be deep. Yeah, no, this, yeah, that's like that's man, true. and we're living Call of Duty, and this sucks. That was yeah. Wait, that was your example of deep? Yeah, really. <laughs> that was, I think, that movie's attempt at being deep. <laughs> There was oh, one call. Also, I love. Um, I can't believe we forgot to mention the rampant product placement when they uh, break uh, in subway restaurant. Oh, and, that was great. Artist actually calls him a sandwich artist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happened. That's see, that, I like that. That's fucking. That's so dumb. <laughs> like I will get a laugh uh, from that every time. So yeah, I'm giving it three. Uh, all right. So next up is Life of Pi. Let's get the rust down. Life of Pi, directed by Ang Lee. A young man who survives a disaster at sea is hurtled into an epic journey of adventure and discovery. While cast away, he forms an unexpected connection with another survivor, a fearsome Bengal tiger. Or did he? Wait, was that actually in the rust down? No, I added that okay. last uh, Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's hard. I, the weirdest part, because I'm sure a lot of people have read the book. Um, yeah, it's a, it's been like a bestseller for forever. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it had to be really hard for them to sell this movie's plot and also it's, and write something like that. It was yeah. like, oh, here's what happened. But yeah, it's kind of Angley's attempt to return to to like big American <laughs> films. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he did a few. He did a few. Um, you know, I think some more of his own Asian cinema before, like, since Brokeback, right? Well, he did Taking Woodstock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't... I, I don't lost that caution. Though. Yeah. Yeah, but so uh, now he's, he's kind of back with, like, a big budget behind him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the weird thing is this movie was just touted as, like, go, going to be, like, a visual masterpiece. And, you know, the phrase, next Avatar... Apparently, you know, is the the well, new. There is a section that literally looks like Pandora. That's so, true. And there, see, and like in the preview, there were previews for the movie where you had like James Cameron coming out and being like, "3D is the most important aspect of this movie." And just like, I, I, like, I, I feel like James Cameron is just around to hawk the fact that like. 3D is a thing. Yeah, and and, make some more 3D things. Yeah, and guys and the, need to see it. He's just hawking 3D in the ocean. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Did everyone see it in 3D? Yeah. Uh, yes. And I didn't really care about 3D at all. 
Is what I thought it was alright. I still. You know, it, was, you know, it was like a pretty movie, and they had some like great visuals. But I don't. If I didn't see it in three D, I don't think I would have cared. I didn't like it. I thought it was stupid. The movie. The three D in the movie. Yeah. I thought it looked stupid. I thought I think it looked like fucking. It was like Life of Pi colon Paper Mario four. Like that's what it was looking like at times. It was just like very flat backgrounds that I was looking at. at, at uh, I, mean, I, I would I would watch that. that yeah, that, that sounds like a better movie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so would I. But I'm just saying, like, th- th- that's I don't know. Honestly, I uh, for the most part, I thought the movie was a little over long, but yeah. I enjoyed it. I just I I'll be honest that it was a kids this, movie, right? This, like. I th- um, I, I think this is a PG. PG, and they don't really make PG movies anymore, so I don't even know what to classify them as. Anymore. That's why I have to assume that this was supposed. I mean, there were a lot of kids in the theater when I went. Really? Yeah. I feel like this is the kind of movie that, like, I don't know, like, uh, um, like you know, a mom would really like, or something like that. I don't mean like young kids. I mean like high school, like teenage, oh, like twins. Yes. Oh, oh, you mean we're old? Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. I think Sorry the, to drop that on you. The the the, the the kind of the smugness of this movie at the end of it really turned me off. That I didn't enjoy, but the, the very end, yeah, the explanation or whatever. And I guess you get into spoiler territory. I guess not if you read the book, but but yeah, uh, no, it's yeah. They 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 give you multiple interpretations of the events. And then, uh, I mean, I think it's more likely that someone would side with the one they saw for an hour and a half. But there's a very clear and, moment in that part that you saw for an hour and a half where you're just like, oh, oh, I get it now. Yeah. When he kind of looks at, when he sees his reflection in the water. I don't know. This, this, this movie, in weird way, I thought it was, I did think it was pretty, I did think it was shot well. For some reason, just the inspirationalness of it rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, yeah. I, <clears throat> I mean, I said I enjoyed the movie, but that doesn't mean I had, I had no issues. I have plenty. I think yeah. the religion Whoa. being, like, slammed. Whoa. Hello? Hello? Yeah. <laughs> but the religion just being, like, really shoved down your throat, I kind of found to be obnoxious, especially well, as a not very religious person. But, but I think that even, like, actually, uh, it's funny because we, we've also seen, you know, another movie that is kind of aggressively, like, almost nihilistic, and that kind of annoyed me, too. So I think, like, it, it's it's a difference between, like, being able to... Um, Wait, what was the nihilistic movie? Kind of, like, killing himself, like... Oh, okay. Oh, God, I haven't seen that yet. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So, like, I think that there's, like, a way to present your point that, like, doesn't be, like, eh? Like, a little heavy-handed. Yeah, kind of the way, like, the Life, life of Pi does at, at the end. Um, I did think that, like, the visuals, again, especially, like, on the tiger and stuff like that, were, like, really awesome. Yeah, I, I think it was a really nice blend of an actual tiger, CGI, and some animatronics. And I think, like, it kind of took its page out of Jurassic Park in that things look real when there's actually something real there. I get Uh, more pleasure out of the visuals of Planet Earth than I did of these. Well, I mean, Planet Earth is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's yeah. And Planet Earth is really is really good. It's yeah. on Blu-ray now. Pick it up. <laughs> Brought to you by James Cameron, Hawking Planet Earth. <laughs> but I mean, I think if this movie was going for like an like to be Oscar baity or something like that, I think it kind of just falls far short of that type of mark. Um, oh, I, I hope so. I mean, I think this movie was way too heavy-handed for the Oscars. I think they might yeah. get like a cinematography or something like that, just nomination. But oh, I, I don't. Well, yeah, I think I, it's I, like it's baited for that. We're I, uh, we're staring down into a lame-is huge year. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, dude, I've been whistling that at work all. I can't the time. get it out of my fucking. I know. Head. I was literally, I, I, was, I had it up on YouTube. I watched the fucking video like 15 you watched, times. You watched the featurette? Yeah. <laughs> Not even the whole featurette, just like, just the song. <laughs> See, I think it was wrong to, to try to do the pretty version. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you guys want to rate Life of Pi or do you guys want to keep talking? I mean, I'm really excited for Late Miss. <laughs> so, all right. I, so weird, I'm getting there. I'm getting excited. I'm there, I'm there. Russ, what do you think of Life of Pi? Uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it three biscuits. Um, I think it's visually, it's like an awesome movie to look at. Um, I think it's the kind of thing that can show off a Blu-ray player or, or something like that. I think Angley is still a masterful director, but I think someone else, if this movie was written by somebody else. It could have maybe had the effect that maybe the book might have on you, and I also think that yeah, with the the I guess the twist of sorts of an ending might work a little bit better for a book, but for a film, it's just kind of well, give me an answer here and don't leave it up to me because I didn't spend fourteen dollars to get <laughs> fucked. <laughs> But, I mean, I'd say see it or don't. <laughs> Those are your choices. Those are your choices. You choose. All right. Uh, how about Alex? What do you choose? Uh, I give it two and a half Peter Parker's dad. Um, nice. Because the, the, the name of the, 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 the tiger is Richard Parker. And all I could think about was Spider-Man. Yeah. For, for a long time. Son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and you know, just how, where, where's his dad? Where's Peter Parker's dad? We're going to take, take us two more movies to find out. Oh, God. Um, no, I think that this is a very pretty movie. I think if you're interested in it, I think then go see it. If you like the book, go see it in the theater. Um, I think that if you, I, I guess if you, if you don't mind getting its kind of ideas shoved down your throat a little bit then you'll probably have a pretty good time with it. Un- unfortunately, just kind of the, the back part of it just was a real turnoff. Um, and I thought that there was a lot of potential in a lot of the visual stuff. Um, but ultimately, there's some like fun little moments when he's like on the raft by himself and all that. Uh, but it, it does kind of drag a little bit, too. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I, I'm content with seeing that again. <laughs> All right, uh, Russ, what do you think? What? 
Didn't Russ already review it? Yeah. Peter, yeah. what do you think? I almost I the thoughts that just went through my head right now were insane. <laughs> Oh my god. I gotta review this movie again. Do it. I no. thought I like went Let's... through like a time loop. <laughs> Sorry, Woo. Pete. That's that's a compliment, Pete. Oh thank you. Yeah. I think. <laughs> uh I think I'm only gonna go ahead and give this um three uh acid pools. Mm, yeah. Cause I, I <laughs> That'll happen, yeah. For, for me, because I think I'm the only one of the four of us that have read it, right? Yep. Yep. So I think it's it's kind of it's kind of difficult uh, to have read the book and gone because the whole point of the ending is you spent a ton of time with this story, and you got really into it. I think watching the movie, it's even though it, the pacing was hard, like the pacing was a little tough because it's a very long movie, and especially with the beginning being so inconsequential. Yeah, that's true. Just, you're just kind of it's. I think it's almost too quick as a film, for especially the explanation at the end to hit you. I think reading it as a book, you spent all this time and you re- and at this point you enjoyed it, and you went on this own journey, your own journey of reading it because you know it takes a lot longer than two. That hours. is a journey. Yeah, you just it takes a lot longer than two hours to read it. So at that point, you kind of have this sort of you sit at this moment and be like, well, what do I actually want as well? Would I put the same amount of time into this other version? Yeah. So that's, so that re- resounds a lot more, which it doesn't really get from the film at all. So I think if you read the book, you might be a little disappointed. And if you haven't, there's, there's some great visual stuff, but it's, it's nowhere near as like spectacular as I thought it was going to be. Um, and, and really I, I don't, the whole, uh, Meerkat Island. I have to look up because I don't remember that from the book at all. And if that's not in the book, then that was—I the, don't know who thought that was a good idea. <laughs> the producers of Meerkat Manor. Oh, good point. <laughs> Takes. Uh, I'm going to give this <coughs> two crystal whales. Uh, this movie—I don't know. I found it to be just very boring. It was very heavy-handed uh, at times. I didn't really even understand what the fuck was like. So the whole point of the thing is he's, he's he's making this writer try to believe in God with his story, right? And then by the end he says, this, I have a story that's going to make you believe in God. Uh, and then the end of the movie happens and I'm just like, that was just fucking stupid. Um, and I don't know. Church. Like, if that... <laughs> like, yeah. If, this... if this story's God, then nuts to that. <laughs> It's just, I don't know. It just, it felt like it was supposed to be this grand visual spectacle, you know, on like an avatar level, but there was just a lot of water <laughs> at times. And that, and that's, oh, since that's, you, you watch avatar and you feel like you could step into Pandora. I'm sorry if it sounds corny, but I walked into my TV, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you really feel like that's a place that you could just walk into because of the 3d. Yeah. With this, it was like they were clearly on like a, a sound a sound stage the whole time. It looked like it was on, it was on a sound stage. And it's like I don't care about that. And you know what? I I I saw Avatar three times in the theater. Oh, too many got, times to see Avatar. <laughs> if it got re-released in 3D again in the theater, I would go see it again. Oh, gross! It's 
It's worth it. That, you hear that, Cameron? You got some ticket money right here. So don't give him any ideas. Do it. <laughs> I would. Do, I would do it. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. If I I like I like t- what, taking Woodstock. I, I like that a lot. <laughs> I like. I mean, Avatar is okay, but <laughs> I don't know. I I think that Ang Lee has told better stories recently, and 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 this one was just kind of lacking overall for me. Even though it looked nice. Like, yeah. Sometimes. Okay. Uh, awesome. Great. Yeah. So uh, next next week we are... We, well, we've, we've already seen a couple of movies, but I think next week we're going to be reviewing... Um, Killing Them Softly. Killing Them Softly. Rise of the Guardians. Rise of the Guardians. Killing Them Guardians. Killing Them uh, Guardians. Coming, coming out this weekend in, um, in a limited release that I think of, uh, we're going to see and review at some point is uh, the Bill Murray starring Hyde Park on Hudson. Oh, yeah, I guess that. Which I am very excited for. Yep. Yeah. That should be good. But yeah, and uh, the rest of the housekeeping, senior Tigula. You can find us on the web at moviemoviepodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at moviemoviepc. You now, can email. What? Now, Tiggs. Yeah. Now, if you want to try and do that another way. Okay. <laughs> how could you? <laughs> the lamest feature. I could do it. What if I do? Oh, <laughs> I could do it like this instead. Um, you can find us on the web. <laughs> you can find us. What have I done? <laughs> At moviemoviepodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter. At moviemoviepc. <laughs> Master of the house. <laughs> dream. Uh, you can email us. You can tell us how much you love our singing and hate our static at uh, moviemoviepodcast at gmail.com. And you can rate us on iTunes if you want to. And we are the Priest and the Beekeeper. We have a variety show with our good friend and stand-up, Zach Broussard, the third Thursday of every month at 9.30. Well, I mean, for this one more month at 9.30 at Long Island City's The Creek in the Cave. Uh, it's the 20th this month. Uh, is going to have some stand-up, going to have some improv. Let's have some fun stuff. Uh, and so hopefully see you there. And I will see you guys soon. Thanks for being here, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, thank you, Tiggs. You're welcome. Wolverines. <laughs>